The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at theeppodcast.com. And belly on up to the nine-foot homemade oak bar right here in my basement in Evergreen Park. Pour yourself a cold one another week, and it is the EP Podcast. 30 minutes of good for Evergreen Park and the surrounding area, and it's all brought to you by the First National Bank of Evergreen Park. Our good friends over there at the corner of 95th and Pulaski in that iconic building are dedicated to supporting this area with great banking tools and friendly service. They are a true community bank, providing this neighborhood with customized financial solutions like total access checking, an account with free ATMs nationwide. That means you go to any ATM, anywhere, no matter where the fee is, they put the money back in. They cover you, so it's free. Plus, when you open up a total access checking account today, you get a $300 bonus. Open online at bankevergreenpark.com slash total access slash EP. $100 required to open. Requirements to qualify. Must use link to apply. Member FDIC. We're heading out to 50 Acre Park today. We're not only going to check in with an Evergreen Park Chamber of Commerce event that happened over the weekend. We're also bringing back our Eating Evergreen Park segment, but with a twist. We're leaving the EP, going just outside of it in the Beverly neighborhood to check out a restaurant. But first, sitting down here at the Nine Foot Homemade Oak Bar, we've got our good friend Glenn Panuski. Welcome back. I like it better when you're here than when you're on the phone. I much prefer it here anyway. It, <laughs> it makes me feel like a a real radio guest. You know, <laughs> excellent job on your parade podcast. Thank you. That was yeah. I, you did you did good on that. So. I, you know what? That was. I remember when we did it back in 2019, and we had the we had the big tent, and I brought out all the equipment and stuff like that, and it was fun because people came over. But one of the more frustrating things was being able to talk to people because you know they're driving their float or they they can't really stop for very long. So I went with the mobile microphone so I could walk with them in the route and then go back to where our tent was. And I I love that. I think I would do that more i thought that was great it was and, a good parade yeah. I, they were a little downsized this year because they yeah were, but the fireworks were upsized yeah no <laughs> there were there were like three or four uh specialty units that had to pull out of the parade the last couple of days because they couldn't staff at illness or whatever i did not make it over to the fireworks but i'm only four blocks away from them and i heard them and as i'm sitting on my porch listening I'm getting texts from people I know saying, these are the best fireworks we've seen in yeah, years. I heard so, you had a new group that did it, and they, did, they, yeah. they kicked butt. That was a heck of a show. The problem is now you've set the bar. <laughs> well, and we had had a, a contract with another organization that was a long-term. It was like a seven, eight-year contract, yeah. I believe. And that ended, I believe, last fall. So this is all new. That's why they were di- they were different. That's yeah. interesting. And, and I think people were in the mood for a good show after yeah. two years of not having this thing. So. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, the the parade cooked, you know. From, you know, and 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 I thought it was interesting that it just the rain. It, we rained a little bit, I think, earlier in the day, and yeah. then we have had a history of good luck with that parade as far as as not raining. You had a you had a nervous mayor looking at the skies when oh, I was talking yeah. to her. Oh, yeah. You you can when she's talking on that thing, she's also looking up and she's like she's like I'm hoping this thing this holds off. And and I think for first parade back too, mm-hmm. excellent job. You guys, you guys, you know, answered the bell. I thought it was awesome. What, What is going on, though? I'm going to ask you this. I saw it on my Facebook feed first. I think that's the first time in a long time I learned about something and it wasn't from somebody coming on the show. What happened, Glenn Panuski? How did I not know you were having a food truck festival in Klein Park or Circle Park or whatever you call it? Like, 
This is coming up in August. Looks like on the uh, on the 11th. It's a Thursday night event in Evergreen Park. Yeah, this is a I believe a pet project of our mayor. Okay. And you know she just wants to get people to use the parks, and so what they are doing. And she can explain all this. I think if you have her on sometime um, soon. All right. If if I gotta go to her, I'll go to there her. There you go. But they will have some food trucks in there. They they got a couple lined up already, and then they've got the fellow from uh, Beverly Records coming in to spin some vinyl. So it'll be a nice, and what I like about it is the fact that it's a Thursday night, because what I notice is you get a lot of these Saturday or weekend events, and people in the middle of summer are on vacation, or right. they've got, or they've got like travel right. baseball or softball or whatever. I mean, there are so many things that people are involved in on the weekends in the summer. I mean, we even notice it when we release the shows. We can see different listening patterns that whereas. During the fall, winter, and spring, people get into a regular rotation. We may still get the same amount of listeners at the end of the week, but we see it happen differently because people's schedules change in the summer. So I love the Thursday night idea. Well, and also because because of the fact that people may be away on a given weekend, but then it was like our show that we did last month. We had to do the Thursday night show. Well, initially you're thinking, oh, this isn't going to draw well. But you might get people looking at it and saying, hey, we can't make it this weekend, but hey, it's Thursday night. Right. We're home. Walk up We're home. Too. We'll I'm, go over there. I'm so. going to be at that. I can't wait for oh, it. I'll be there. I'll be You'll a big no, pig. No I'm going to stop at every food truck. You're not kidding. Oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I will check in with the mayor and get more about that yeah, uh, in the coming weeks. Yeah, about 5 o'clock. It'll be All right. fun. All right. Very good. What do you have going on over at the rec department? Oh, my gosh. First of all, I got to give credit where it's due. They are they're about two weeks left in their day camp that the, the rec department does. They have got that thing so well organized, so well regiment. It is, they're having so much fun over there. And I mean, from the, the top, you know, the, they have the teachers are the supervisors, but the counselors are, are, you know, kids just out of high school or in college doing a great job. I mean, they have it so regimented. They got those kids moving and they've had water days in Circle Park with the, you know, water slides. Yesterday, okay, we're talking Thursday. They were supposed to go to um, Brookfield Zoo that kind of fell apart because of the school bus mix-up. Right. So uh, they got on the horn real quick and transferred that into a trip over to Haunted Trails, which worked out beautifully. And I think the kids probably had more fun there because could you imagine walking around Brookfield Zoo and it's right. 92 degrees? No, I know. And I'm going to tell you, I, I, I've never had a kid in the summer camps. Okay, I don't know why it never happened. I, I think it was because the other two were so close in age, they were never bored. Right. Mm, and right. I wasn't working from home at the time. And we, we had different schedules, uh, just the way that things worked out. But now I have two teenagers and my youngest is seven and the teenagers disappear constantly in the summer. They've got friends. One of them drives like like the seven year old was just we knew he was going to be sitting around this summer. He's not there every day. He's there two days a week. He goes, he does like the partial one. The mini one, yeah. And he loves it. I'm going to tell you something. He loves it. Yeah. He looks forward to it. He puts his little shirt on. He tells me what they're going to do. He's doing like a, like a magic show today. He had to come up with a magic trick. And he, and I'm going to tell you something right now. It's good for him. And so if you missed out on it this year, definitely think about doing it next summer. Because I love, I love his reaction when he comes home. I think it's great. It gives us a break. <laughs> well, like, you know, like he's out of the house and I don't have to entertain him. Well, like, I just great. like I like having the community center full of kids. I mean, you know, I'm on the other side, yeah. on the OCS side. But, 
you know, you just recognize all these kids, or they come down the halls to go into the auditorium to play, yeah. and it's just, it's, it's been, they've been, uh, the rec department, and then Kelly Kelly is the uh, the director of that day camp. She's just a fen- done a phenomenal Excellent job. job. So, Excellent but, job. But, uh, yeah, we're working on the fall program book. Uh, you know, there had been a question about, you know, where we were going to put some of our youth programs that would have normally been at the activity center, but that has been solved, and I think that is a, an, an announcement uh, again, probably from our mayor about that, but I already heard from a few people already that it was a venue that was very close by, uh, another utilization of one of the many churches here in Evergreen Park, but I- I'll wait until she's on the show. Or in fact, I think Norm Anderson and Mark Marzullo, the village trustees that always come in here and, and, uh, Norm always tries to beat Mark in trivia and Norm always loses. I hear they're going to be on the show in the next week or so on the EP podcast. That's a reason to subscribe. Make sure if you're listening through the eppodcast.com, you pick one of those subscription options, click on it and use one of those many podcast apps. That way you never miss an episode. If we do a Friday special, whatever it is, you don't want to just rely on the Facebook post. Glenn Panuski is going to hang out here for a moment. We have a local restaurant review and we're checking in at the EP driving range as well. And we will talk to Glenn more about everything going on in the next couple of months with the rec department and other departments in Evergreen Park. This is the EP podcast. You should see the list of things that Glenn has to talk about later on here in the show. There's always something going on in Evergreen Park. I was at the carnival for two nights this weekend. Volunteered with the pull tabs and also I tended bar basically for like six hours. I mean, nothing fancy. I'm just handing out big giant cans of beer, but it was a lot of fun. It was good to see all the folks that came up and said hi. That was a good time. Before I even got up there on Friday night, I bumped into some other friends, including my friends from Cool Clouds Vapor Shop. Reed and Bridget have been doing this since 2014. Cool Clouds helps you try to quit smoking. Quitting smoking is hard. They didn't open a vapor shop because they wanted to get people into vaping. And Reed's explained this before on the show. They got the vape shop opened up to help people get off of cigarettes. They have a full taster bar. It is definitely a friendly atmosphere for somebody who stops in like myself every once in a while who never smoked and never vaped. But I see what they're doing in there. What they're trying to do is make a positive impact. They also have CBD products. I've tried those before. They're good. They work. They relieve the aches and the pains. You can check them out online and see everything that they do. Coolcloudsvapor.com or get over to the store at 3837 West 95th Street. But Reed and Bridget were up there hitting some golf balls at the driving range, little Chamber of Commerce event. I also sat down with Chamber President Sarah Klein. She explained what was going on this past Friday and what is coming up on the 5th of August that all of you may be interested in. I'm sitting at the golf links at the driving range here in Evergreen Park along 91st Street. I got Sarah Klein. She's the president of the Evergreen Park Chamber of Commerce. We're only a couple of weeks away here now from uh, the big chamber golf outing. And you got uh, folks out here at the driving range for a little mini event leading up to it. You guys are making this into a basically just a, a build before your big golf outing, huh? Yeah, I mean, we got some fun stuff going on. We're going to have a competition of who can hit the 100-yard 
we got some uh, garbage cans, which you can uh, chip it into. There you oh, go. Yeah, you're having a chipping contest yeah. into the garbage cans? Yeah, yeah. I was like, that's a creative way, but that's going to be our chip competition. <laughs> so, Oh, and we're having a putting over there. Yeah, so. So you got a putting competition, you got a chipping competition. And driving. And the driving competition is, is it going to be, are you going to have a, are you going to measure the furthest hit or are you just going to try to hit the sign out no, there? No, see, we're going to have yellow balls and you're going to write your initials and the closest person to the 100 yards is going to be the winner. That's awesome. Yeah. I love it out here. That's great. So how's the uh, the event shaping up? Uh, I'm looking forward to it at Fountain Hills on the 5th of August. Uh, I know I'm in on a, uh, a foursome right now with Mike Thauer of uh, Country Insurance and... Uh, uh-huh. We're bringing my dad out there. I don't know who the fourth is yet. Like oh, Mike, Mike and I have the same. For someone, here, Chris. <laughs> Are you getting in, Sarah? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like where you How's can. that handicap ball, going? Right? Oh yeah, it's real good. <laughs> twenty, twenty is what I learned. Then you're definitely on my team if you have a twenty handicap. You still haven't figured this out yet. Okay, but but how's it shaping up? We're looking forward to it. We got we got we got a good response. We're gonna have a big day out there. And yeah. I know we got barbecue too. Yeah, yeah, we're having a barbecue. You still have time to sign up, but we are running out of spots. We're almost at our capacity, so good turnout. But we are actually doing a foursome instead of 280, you can do a foursome for 250. So there's still time. Grab three of your friends, come on up. But again, the spots are running out. That's awesome. And you can buy individuals as well and get placed on a team. I know that you can do that. Uh, again, Fountain Hills on the 5th of August. Sarah Klein will be out there. I'll be out there. A lot of a lot of people. A lot of the dignitaries and socialites of Evergreen Park. Yeah, I've never... I might show up. I mean, you just don't know. Right. And you got barbecue, and I'm sure there'll be a little bit of uh, imbibing, a little partaking on a Friday afternoon. There will be, as well as we'll have some baskets with some booze to win, too. So come on in. Like, whatever you it takes to get you in, we got it. Um, I heard our baskets are super fun. The raffles will be awesome. You're guaranteed to get something very fun. So come on down. Like I said, it starts at 1 o'clock, registration at 12. And like I said, if you do not have a foursome, that's okay. If you come alone, we will put you with a foursome. You will have a lot of fun. Right. Register in advance at evergreenparkchamber.org. And Sarah Klein knows how to throw a party. Enjoy this event today. Yep, I am. Everyone's out here. It's a good turnout. So like I said, everyone, the golf outing is going to be double the fun. All right, this week we are trying a place outside of Evergreen Park. I'm going to I'm gonna have to rename this because it used to be Eating Evergreen Park, but I can't help myself. I have to stop into Americanos. Normally, AJ Castillo, uh, we find a restaurant, and then somewhere down the line, they start running some ads on the EP podcast. They want people to come find them from Evergreen Park or in Evergreen Park. We did this a little backwards because I know people have heard me talking about Americanos. And I was telling you recently that, like, I feel bad because I've never actually sat down and done the, the whole nine yards with the restaurant review at Americanos. First off, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you? Good, man. Good. So take me through, first of all why you started a place i mean like you know everybody has designs on opening a bar or a restaurant like it's like that big dream like i have buddies of mine who are still like one of these days we're gonna open up a bar and i'm like it's a lot more complicated after i talk to all these guys that own them than i think most people think so how did you get into it uh, I think I always wanted to be an entrepreneur uh, at heart. Um, I, de- I went to the University of Illinois, studied political science, uh, was kind of just a class ca- clown, but definitely wanted to become an entrepreneur. And when I got out of school, I kind of started my own hat company. And long story short, in order to pay the bills, I, um, 
started working at my buddy's restaurant and started learning the kitchen uh, under him. Just being Mexican, Mexican-American, uh, growing up on the south side of Chicago, my mother loved to cook. She was always cooking in the kitchen, so I always definitely loved eating. Um, I'm, I'm a little bit of a pudgier guy, so you can tell that I, I definitely enjoy a, a, a nice uh, meal. So um, I was working for my friend operating his food truck learned the game, um, took what I knew and uh, made it my own, started my own. Uh, that went on for about a year and then after that I kind of pivoted and started working on heading towards uh, opening my own restaurant. All right, so uh, I want to talk tacos today with you because I, I've always loved your taco menu. I think it's one of the reasons why I came walking in here the first time. I had friends of mine tell me about the menu because it's not just it's not just steak or chicken, right? It's not like, I mean, I like a good fish taco. I, I used to live out on the West Coast, and you, you make a great one. But, uh, you know, there's there's staples that people have when, you, when you're approaching a taco, especially on the, on the south side. You have an eclectic menu, you know, the, the, the brisket taco. Tell me about this one. Uh, the brisket's one of my favorite um, just because it's, you know, cook slow we de we braise it we clean it number one rub it down with uh, some of my favorite spices we throw it in the oven let it slow cook till it gets real juicy and tender then we chop it up um, you know into small pieces like taco meat and we uh, throw it on the flat grill and because the meat is so fatty when it hits that uh, flat top it just gets a real nice char on it and it's just something it's just so juicy and tender and super flavorful what i like about it is not only the flavor but the jalapeno you're using like a pickled jalapeno on this one right here and like to me i like it hot but i don't want it to become unbearable when I'm, i want the heat to be part of the flavors of what i'm eating and i think you get that with this taco yeah definitely um jalapenos they have scoville's um that range in heat, so they're definitely tricky uh, depending on the season. They'll come in spicier than you know other times, uh, but we pickle our jalapenos with apple cider vinegar and uh, sugar and water. Um, they're all you know homemade pickled jalapenos. They are definitely a little bit sweeter, and it, uh, it yeah it goes with the brisket really well. The one that I consider to be the hottest is this guy right here. Your pork taco, I know you write on there, Americano's hot sauce is on there, so I should know it's going to be spicy. I see the pineapple, and I go, okay, well, this is going to be a really cool, like, flavor, and it is. But sometimes I sit there and I eat it, and I go, thank God for the pineapple. And the fact that I kept something that isn't as hot to follow it up with, because this thing cooks in your mouth. The pork is definitely spicy because we use our Americano's hot sauce, which is a morita uh, pepper that is it's basically a jalapeno at its ripest state that is smoked and dehydrated we rehydrate those um, and put in some other ingredients but those definitely pack a punch they're almost like chipotle peppers but a little bit different and uh, yeah the, uh, the americano's hot definitely is a little spicy they don't fall apart on me you know how many times you go and you get like something like a taco or something and it falls it's all over your hands you're reaching for a fork these things like hold together i mean it's the perfect amount of whatever it is the meat the toppings everything for the tortilla shell it's not too little it's not too much i mean is that something you like you train your cooks to do yeah definitely there's definitely an art to you know making a taco because they look pretty yeah sometimes yeah they look great and sometimes people want to overstuff them with meat you know i'm a meat guy but there definitely is a ratio you need uh, for tortilla, meat, and then your toppings. All right, so I want to get now here uh, to my favorite one. 
It's a staple. If I sit down and I try to sample a couple of them, I always come to the pork belly taco. I think your pork belly tacos, in my opinion, and I hate to insult any of your other tacos by saying this, one of my, if not my favorite taco on the South Side right now to eat. I talked about it on South Side Pod maybe a year ago when I first found it. I've talked about it on this show before. There's just something about it. I don't know if it's the, the chipotle slaw. It's the barbecue that you add on there. I, I don't know if it's the, the way that offsets the jalapenos, but it's like the perfect mix of not only flavors, but the heat and also something that seems to cool it off as I'm eating it. Yeah, the pork belly taco definitely was one of my favorite tacos on the menu. Um, as much as I love doing traditional authentic, I like to kind of put a twist on uh, authentic traditional tacos. And pork belly was one I could definitely play with. And I, I, I kind of wanted to take um, authentic Mexican recipes and mix them with traditional barbecue. Um, so definitely had the, uh, we braised the pork belly ancho barbecue sauce, which um, kind of almost has like a mole flavor in a sense, but definitely closer to the barbecue side. But we definitely took your classic barbecue recipes, added the ancho uh, chili pepper, and uh, definitely just like had in this incredible flavor. And then the sweet chipotle slaw, um, we take your, you know, your average creamy kind of mayonnaise uh, slaw, added some chipotle pepper sauce to it, and uh, yeah, it's just a combination of sweet and spicy, which is my favorite kind of, you know, taste on the taste buds that you can experience, followed up with a little bit of queso fresco cheese, which gives you kind of that creamier um, to go with kind of, kind of to go with the sauce, to kind of soak the sauce up. Then we got some pickled jalapenos for a little bit more spice on top of that, followed by cilantro, which cilantro is kind of hit or miss with some people, but I got to have some cilantro on my tacos. We grow it in the backyard in my house, okay? That's, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's one that we have around all the time here. And I only mentioned a couple of them. And when you look at your full menu and even things that are not tacos on your menu, the amount of different things that you're either slow cooking or you're preparing for a long time, there's a lot of food prep in a place like this. I mean, to me... That's the thing that kind of sticks out is that you want to do it all a certain way. So you must have to do an awful lot of prep ahead of time to make sure you get all these different flavors available to everybody. Yes, definitely. There's a lot of prep involved. However, if you're somewhat organized and know how to put something together, uh, you can definitely have an efficient kitchen. Yeah, it takes, took a little bit of training, a little bit of working in some fine dining restaurants. Uh, you're right here near the corner of 111th and Western. If people haven't made it out, you should definitely check it out. It is worth the trip just outside of the EP to go there. I know we also have people that live in Beverly, Morgan Park, who listen to the EP podcast, and I'm sure they've already found you before, but if they haven't been in here recently, give them a try. Americanos, hit me with the website real quick for everybody. Uh, it's americanosrestaurant.com. You would have thought I would have remembered that. AJ, thanks so much. Thanks for feeding me. Excellent job. Thank you very much. We'll see you soon. It is now time for your EP Podcast Bulletin Board, brought to you by Mike Bauer, your country financial representative. For auto, home, life, business insurance, reach out to Mike right here in Evergreen Park, a great guy who takes care of the insurance needs of this household. I had to call him up and tell him, hey, I got a 16-year-old, needs to be on the car insurance. Mike took care of it in the most painless way possible. I thought it was going to be a lot worse. Enjoy what we've been enjoying here in the Lanuti House for years, reach out to Mike, 
give them a call, 708-425-1559, or stop in at 3923 West 95th Street. The Evergreen Park Farmer's Market is going strong. Remember, it's every Thursday from 7 a.m. until 1 p.m. in Yukich Field at 89th and Kedzie. Fruits, vegetables, flowers. There's a couple of good food trucks that stop in there. It's really kind of a fun time. Hang out, see your neighbors. I almost regret it whenever I miss the Farmer's Market because I didn't remember it was Thursday. Meanwhile, the village is hiring crossing guards. We need them. If you would like to serve the community and help keep the children of Evergreen Park safe, As they go to and from school, you must be 18 years or older. It is a part-time position. You can go to the village website at evergreenpark-ill.com slash jobs to learn more and apply. Over the weekend at the MHR Carnival, I ran into my friends from Sid Sauce. That's the husband and wife that are growing the peppers and making the sauce right here in Evergreen Park, locally sourced everything from the moment the peppers are put into the ground until it ends up as delicious hot sauce is controlled so you know exactly what you're getting and i made my first order online at sidsauce.net it's the easiest way to learn about all the different flavors it's the only place i get my hot sauce sidsauce.net triple a of evergreen park is having a touch a truck event get up close and personal with all those big trucks and community vehicles. Let the kids climb in, explore, touch them, learn all about them. August the 20th, 9 a.m. until 12 p.m. at AAA Car Care, 9154 Southwestern Avenue. If you need more information, 708-459-6777. If you or a loved one have suffered from a fall, you're dealing with a serious illness, you need help around the home, You don't need to leave the home. You have Hibernian Home Care Service, Home Care with Heart, located right here in Evergreen Park. Mary Murphy heads this up, 25 years experience as a registered nurse, fully trained staff, and they're here to help you. Check out all they have to offer at HibernianHomeCareService.com or call Mary, 708-634-634. 2450. Glenn Panuski back down here at the Nine Foot Homemade Oak Bar in the EP podcast. I just had Paisha Allen from the Youth Department on last week. I know that they have that big historical society, youth department, family bike ride thing that's going to be going on uh, coming up very soon. What's what's the date on that again, Glenn? Uh, July 30th. Get out your bike. And uh, it, it's kind of an interesting little trip. Historical Commission itself had used to have a little display room over at the community center. They are moving over to the senior center now where they have literally three times the room. Well, he needs that. Uh, George Peso still right. running that, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know who else right. is on yeah. that, but I always think of George. And they've got the old signage like from mm-hmm. over at the plaza. They like do. These ginormous things that they can't really show off. Right. So the more space they get, the cooler it will be when people want to come and actually see like Evergreen Park's history. Well, you know, when they did the 125th anniversary a couple of years, of course, they basically emptied the tank and had the whole display up in the auditorium up there. Now that they, I'm sure they would have liked to have kept that going, but he's got a you know, huge base, a room down in our lower level and and the thing is, he the mayor really wants kids coming through there as part of like school field trips, and they have the room down there to do. You know, he's got the what you would call the dining room would be your classroom. You know, in case they want to hold a little discussion ahead of time, and and now he's got 
literally three times the room that he had when he had that little place at the community center. So that's awesome. In the fall, that's where he's going to have a little re-grand opening, and so that'll be... We will have him on and talk about it. He's a fountain of knowledge. You put a nickel in George, and he doesn't stop. Yeah, he's 30 minutes right there. I'm not right, booking exactly. any other guests. It's just going right. to be George talking about the oh, history God. of Evergreen Park. They're fun. <laughs> and over here on, our, on the uh, Office of Citizen Services, we got some fun stuff coming up, too. Of course, uh, we have the Memories to Go, the Village-Wide Garage Sale coming up on September the 10th, a Saturday over at Yukich. And uh, I want to, I don't have the cost in front of me, but as I think it's 35, I think outside 50 50 indoors or something like indoors is inside the, uh, the Capuano ice rink. How many people do you normally get out to that? I mean, can you ballpark it for me? You get a good amount of tents. I've never been to one, but I'm really interested. Their average is um, usually about 60 uh, uh, vendor, really? vendor spots. People yeah. set up vendor spots and in, they're selling you know, out in the parking lot or in the wow. ice rink there. Oh yeah. It's, oh, that sounds like a fun day. You can kind of browse. Oh, through and they'll have food there. Yeah. So it's yeah, it's just kind of park. Come in, park, walk through. You're gonna find something. Go you find want. something weird to put in your house. Yeah. Or or, or if, sell something weird out of if, your house. If you got to get really, I mean, <laughs> depending on what you have, that you can make up that that uh, the table fee really fast. <laughs> That's awesome. That's uh, awesome. We have something coming up that we had done in. Uh, I believe it was April. Um, this is for the uh, our grandparents and the grandkids, uh, an ice cream social, which we're calling our back to school party. I know curses. Who wants to talk about back to school? But it's out there. So on the uh, afternoon of August the tenth, it's a Wednesday from two to four. Uh, grandparents, if you're if you're babysitting that day, uh, bring your grandkids over to the community center and the auditorium. We'll have games out. We'll have ice cream. Uh, we're lining up some entertainment. Again. That's going to be a busy week. You've got the ice cream thing on the 10th. Mm-hmm. Food truck is on the 11th. Right. And I know over on the 13th, the American Legion is doing their car show. Good. And they're doing like their whole big party with the jumpies and everything else they're doing. Like that is a, that's a busy weekend right there in the middle of August. There you go. People should circle. And I know that's a big deal that the grandparents get to hang with the grandkids. The grandkids get to hang with the grandparents. It's important to have them around each other. It's important to keep grandma and grandpa in the home nearby. That's why we're lucky, Glenn. Hyatt Home Medical Equipment right here in Evergreen Park on 95th Street. I know you've seen it, the big, beautiful showroom out there. Not only do they help with diabetes control and CPAP machines, and they even have the specialized rooms where you can try out the equipment and make sure you're comfortable with it. They also provide oxygen tanks, aids that can be placed around the bathroom and the home so it's not so much of a fall risk. It keeps those that are getting older or having issues around the home, independent and in their home. You name it, they take care of it, they work with the insurance, and if you mention the EP podcast, you get a discount. Check out everything they have to offer online at hhme.com or visit them today. Again, mention the EP podcast, 3518 West 95th Street, High at Home Medical Equipment. You have these concerts in the park going on all summer long. I haven't made one yet. I'm wondering what the crowds are like. Does it depend on the artist or is it pretty much the same crowd? It's the same kind of crowd. Now, what's interesting is on August 5th, a Friday over at uh, 50 Acre Park, we've got the Smiley Tillman Band coming in. You know, so that's a little different than your, you know, what that, we've That might doing. be my end of the day uh, stop in because they have the Chamber of Commerce golf outing going we on that day. To, we were supposed to have this uh, last year 
maybe the year before. And I, I had we had Smiley on the show. Yeah, we were, I remember I, I that. We rained, had, I think it rained. He came was on the show. We promoted the whole thing. I talked to him. He was a really interesting guest. And then, like, the thing got canceled. That was, I think, weather-related. Yeah, yeah. So I believe that's what it was. So we're glad to have yeah. him back. So that'll be a big one. And then, uh, was something you might, find, you might find interesting, on the 27th of August, this is a Saturday from 1 to 4, again, at the Community Center. Remember last year we did the type-in? Yeah. We're going to merge that with a tune-in. So we're going to have a, the typewriter display, you know, come in, clack away. And in another room, we're going to have three or four phonographs set up. You've got records at home. You're a collector. Come on in and trade, sell, you know. Records yeah, and LPs. typewriters so we're talking. together. And Normally enemies, but at this, they'll be friends. And in a smaller room, we will have a afternoon program of old comedies playing. You know, <sighs> so yeah. We, wow. We're calling on our little retro. What day is uh, retro that meet. I don't want to miss that, it. That is uh, Saturday, August the 27th Holy from 1 cow. to 4. So. Wow. You're going to get a wild crowd at that one. You know. People it, are going to get nuts. It's collectors. You, you got know, extra it's, security? It's, it's a casual meetup, and so we will, you know. <laughs> And it's in the brand new building. Hey, in the heat of August, you're coming into the probably the coolest spot in Evergreen. There, Park, there you, know? you go. You you have an event and you leaned on what well, we have air conditioning. Come That's right, us. exactly. <laughs> and uh, I think I've got you written down for this. This is later, of course, but uh, Saturday. October 15th, we'll talk about this. Yeah, that's Oktoberfest, right? We got our, well, no, yeah. we have, well, that, Oktoberfest is the week before. Okay, uh, I don't I'm have coming a, to that. I don't have a lot of details on that Don't you try to deny one. me yeah. from Oktoberfest. No, 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 but we will have our Fantasy Fest the following week. All right. You guys have something going on all the time, and I know you listed over on the Village website, and you guys are nice enough to jump on and talk about it all the time, and it, it seems like every week I can have somebody on who's maybe, like, you know, got a business in Evergreen Park or around it, and somebody that's got, like, an event going on, and then I've got some Somebody like you or Paisha who jumps in and like gives me a list of things that are going on in Evergreen Park. It's impossible to be bored here. And so you guys are doing a good job. We're trying to give all the departments try to give something that might appeal to everyone. You know, okay, like the, the type in tune in that may not be for everyone. Uh, Stop yourself, Glenn. You know Please. what I'm saying? There's, Please. We got a nice variety. That's going to be your stuff. biggest event. All uh, right. Well, I'm let's. let's... <laughs> Another show is wrapped up. Another show's in the books. Another show is wrapped up. And then by the looks, it's going to be a good one. And we'll see you next week. And the nude is Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and it's in the books. Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and by the looks, it's gonna be a good one. Nudie's Basement, broadcast, Basement, the Nudie's Basement, the Broad Basement. Slancha. The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found and always at the eppodcast.com.